Hey there, fellow coders and tech enthusiasts. Welcome to the Big O Cast. Finally, we are here. I'm Liam, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Macy. Hi, Macy. Hi there. Uh, I'm Macy, and welcome to our podcast. So, Macy, I know that you have been reading and working on DR. Yes. So, why you don't tell us what is a DR? Yes, sure. So a DR stands for a decision record and a decision record is a document that captures the decision alongside with the context and the consequences and the choices that you thought about during that process. We have different types of decision record. You can have security decision record, for example, design decision record or like risk decision record and so on. The one that I think we've heard about the most is architecture decision record, which you are going to talk about. You cover what is a DR. Why do I need that? If I'm an engineer, why, why should I care? Like I have a documentation about how the application works or how my service works. Well, what would the, having a DR add to that? Uh, yeah, so there are a couple of benefits in having a, a DR um, in your team or your organization and uh, use that. And the very first one is the onboarding process. Let's say someone new joined your team. It's much faster for that person to go over your decision records and see what was the history there and read about it uh, to get up to speed comparing to when you want to go and ask people or you're confused for a little while, okay, why was this decision made and so on. So the very first one is the onboarding process, makes it much easier when someone joins your team. The second one is the ownership handover. This, this situation happens a lot in organization changes that you move one project from one team to another if you don't have decision record or let's say architecture decision record specifically in place, then your team, they need to go over, I don't know, like PR or it's not very clear for them to understand, okay, why was this decision made? And it takes a lot of time for them to understand uh, the context and the design uh, behind that project. But if you have a um, decision record in place, it's much, much faster for them. They just need to go over the documents that you captured and read them. And it gives them like an insight on what, why is like, why that decision was made or uh, the context. And it's much faster for them to get up to speed uh, on the project itself. And the third one is to have an alignment or sync between different teams in an organization. For example, if team A wants to implement a solution for a problem, they usually go at the R&D and they discuss, and then there are different options, choices, they consider, they have a discussion, and then finally they choose one over the other. So if you have architects, and let's say they, they document their decision and in a format of like a decision record or something like that. So let's say if team B later wants to implement a solution 
for the same problem in the same context, instead of them going over and redoing some of the steps, they can simply refer to that decision record, have a read and see, okay, these are the options that they thought about. This is the context and they choose this over the other because of this. In this way, you can kind of have consistent solutions for the same problem in the same context and different teams can like refer to that as and implement the same thing if it is still makes sense to do that yeah i think like i see all the points that you mentioned from what i recall for example for onboarding when i joined the new, uh, the new team uh, I had a hard time to understand why some decision was made. When I was, uh, I asked the people why, like uh, it is designed like that, or what, what, what was the, this, uh, like a context behind it, they told me some assumptions that they had when they were designing the application. So some of those assumptions were valid, but some of them weren't valid anymore. I think ADR could help us when we make a decision. It's under some constraints. We have some assumptions and over time, those assumptions might not be valid. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of the time, as you mentioned, as time goes, you do not correctly remember why this decision was made like clearly. And I mean, what was the context? What was the constraint that uh, made you to choose like this one over the rest? Uh, so yeah, if you have something in place that captures the context uh, and then the constraints and the different options that you thought about and why you choose this one over the other one, like pros and cons of each, and then you say, okay, this is the one that I choose over the rest because of this. Yeah, I mean, in the future, you can refer back to it and yeah it would help you to do like I don't know, like migration or refactoring because you have you have the stuff and details captured somewhere but yeah as time goes but you usually forget about you know why why it's in place and i mean as you mentioned like everyone have like an understanding of it yeah, but it's exactly. not it might not be that clear for everybody it's like not everyone's on the same page about why this was made what was the context what was the like the thinking behind it to go, to make that decision. Yeah, exactly. I, I, now that you're talking about it, I feel like I need a personal decision for <laughs> just myself. Like because I don't recall sometimes. We all need. We all need. Yeah. So how should we form the decision record document? How does one look like? So you can have a template for it usually the, like there are a lot of templates out there that you can use and templates makes it easier to start and makes it easier each time that you want to like document a decision record it simplifies the process of starting thinking about what details you need to include and like save it and document it somewhere so there are a tons of templates out there with different details that you can include and you can include as much as you think is good for your team or for your organization and what would help you to capture as much as you can. I so see. there are a there are a couple of common 
fields or details that you can capture in your template. For example, the title, which shows, okay, what this decision record is about, the date that this decision, that this decision was made, the status of this decision record, for example, is it in progress, is it in review, is rejected, or is confirmed, shows the status, the context, as I mentioned a couple of times, the considered options and the decision reviewers, and you can just go on and add as much as you want to it, what, what makes sense for you. But the key thing is to provide enough information for someone unfamiliar with the decision to understand why this decision was made in that context. So try not to overwhelm that template with a lot of details because you can get bored. As you go over it, it's like a lot of details included in that document. Try to make it minimal and just capture the necessary stuff that would help someone to understand why this was made so there is a trade-off right like how much time you want to spend and how come like a comprehensive it needs to be versus like i I don't know i want to something minimal and i want something but the essence of that is that it should be good enough so someone who gets on board who is unfamiliar with the decision can understand the context can answer the the decision record should answer that the person questions that okay based on this consideration based on this assumption and it was that problem that the team was trying to solve so yeah this decision was made and it makes sense like or it made sense at that time it might not make sense yes 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 correct awesome and lots of time we think that okay we made a bad decision and we want to uh, revert that or undo it. H- how should it uh, get reflected in the ADR? Yeah, so one of the main characteristics of ADRs or decision record is that it should be immutable. So you shouldn't go back and change uh, a decision record that's already in place. And for example, you captured it a year ago on a like a problem and a solution. So you need to create a new one and then don't go and change or alter or update the previous one with uh, the new like decision that you made or with the new constraint, the new context that you have. Let that one to stay there for like a history that you go back and refer to it. If you have a new situation, you have a new constraint is not like the thing that you mentioned in the previous one is not valid anymore one or two of them or anything that kind of like changes the context create a new one and um, capture the new constraint and context in the new one you can always link and have a reference to the previous one which is kind of like a background or history to the new one and you can always like go back and see what was like the first place or like a history to this one but yeah try look for anything new just try to capture a new one and not go back and alter awesome awesome and before we close the first episode and say goodbye to our 
folks audience do you have any last recommendation or tips about adr um nothing that much i would just say start to capture as much as you can um, decision records is not something that you see the benefit of them in like a very near future like in a month or two you you might see but it's usually over the time like a year or two that you go back and refer to them so try to capture as much as you can if you have a template it would be much easier to start and as time goes you would improve on that you would see okay like this doesn't make sense i need to add that it's like an improvement thing as well as you go and uh, yeah it would help you in the future definitely definitely so people should see ADR as a like a live thing and the fields can get changed over time like a, you might feel okay this was extra this is something we need and it, the template also can get updated am i right uh, that's correct the first like in a couple in the first couple months that you start the like the this new process it wouldn't change much over the time that you go like when you just start to have decision records in place and you just choose to have like a template yeah you can modify in like the first couple of months you would be like because it would be like an experimental thing yeah right? exactly. would be, oh no this field doesn't make sense i need to add that this is missing yeah but i mean after a couple of months i think it would be something solid in place you know what you want you just gather different opinions you can hand it over to someone like from a different team you know it's like a feedback feedback loop, uh, and yeah yeah so loop I, and I think like people would see the benefit of adr not immediately but in the long run right like so so, so it's one of the things that we shouldn't give up on like after uh, one quarter or a few months because like uh, oh I, I i we all knew that but like when you want to take ownership of an application that was developed like five years ago by another team then like oh my god the the team was amazing they they they, they made <laughs> a lot like instead of just swearing to them you, you would just yeah blessing them yeah 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 correct and I mean, I've just felt it a lot of the times and I've just seen it, I mean, in a lot of occasions and different teams that, yeah, I mean, people, like different people join your team, people leave. And yeah, I mean, these changes, you can just say that after these changes, yeah, if you have something in place, if you have like a decision recording plus it would be much, much easier. easier agree and yeah it, it shows it it shows its purpose over the time because changes usually are like over the time like in a month or two years it's still the same team it's still the same like pro like project or problem it's like you know it's just it's still the same context that you're working it's like fresh in your head but after a year or a year and a half it's like okay why you can't completely remember because you're working on something else it's like a different context it's like a different problem it can be different people yeah. working on it so yeah and is there any like an application or tool to do that so there are different tools to capture decision records is that you go with whatever makes sense for your team or for your organization if you are more comfortable with google docs go and use that as your 
decision records platform capture it there oh. if you're more comfortable with source control just capture it there you can have like a repo or like a package under like another project to capture your decision records there if you're more comfortable with wikis you can capture it there anything that suits the team yeah, yeah. yeah suits the team and um suits like the organization and the team yeah you can go with it there isn't any best practice right you can use any tools that makes yeah. more sense for you i think it like a, whatever documentation tool you use it's probably most comfortable because everyone uses it and like you know, people can yeah, yeah, that's get right. on board it faster and thank you missy thank you that was wonderful thank you no problem yeah that yeah. was great thank you and i hope you folks also enjoyed our talk here and yeah, see you soon in our next episode. Yes, see you. Goodbye. Bye-bye.